Welcome to the True Face Podcast, first one of 2016. Wow. wow. Welcome. Happy wow. New Year. Oh, Happy New Year, Roland. Hey. Wow. And a happy new podcast. Happy new podcast. We uh, got pretty fancy microphones here for 2016. I, I like these microphones where we can see each other. We haven't been able to see each other, David, in the way you have arranged this. Um, it's it's big time. Oh, this is what all the dollars this, go to. This absolutely. <laughs> we need to get a picture of this. Put it on Twitter. Yeah, so I think we do have. So just people can see how not cool it is. <laughs> <laughs> is that no, why we? They will like us Twitter? less. <laughs> we will like yeah. the most cafe uh-huh. <laughs> Are they among trash? Yeah. <laughs> no, this looks very cool. Yeah, this is a cool look. Okay, yeah. all right. So we are continuing though in this John. 15, um, part of our John 13 to 17 uh, series, and uh, I think it's verses 1 through 9 today. That's right. 1 through 9. Yeah, in our Theology of Jesus series. Yeah. And we went through 1 through 4 last time, but we're going to read 1 through 4 as we go uh, through to 9 today. And again, I'm in the ESV because that is how Bill Thrall would like it. Thank you. Thank you, David. Appreciate you honoring my Bible. When did you change the ESV? When my daughter gave it to me for Christmas. <laughs> no reason, people. Wouldn't you like to think uh, there was think something it, more? I think it was old nine. I love I, the pluperfect <laughs> form of that word. That it is just, used he just ESV. liked the leather cover. Yeah, let me yeah. see the exact date here. It's in the front of my Bible. That's good. Okay. Reading. Oh, here you go. Oh, 2003. Oh, see. So that was that was why I had this Bible. We all these years. (laughs) Nothing to do with anything. Uh, Yes. Well, it has something to do with my daughter. Yeah. Okay. With anything. (laughs) Well, okay. That's true. So this has the most to do with one of the most important things. She said, "We love you and appreciate so much your love for this book." So that was very nice. Amen. Joey and Joe Stoll. That's it. Uh, interesting. Yeah. So if you Sounds want them to nice. switch to another uh, version, <laughs> just have Joey give them a new one. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter wrote to me in the front of mine, why don't you use this more often when you preach? <laughs> so just different different children's experiences. Why don't you ever <laughs> reference verses? <laughs> Did you read any of them? Uh, but you kept it anyway. Yeah? I kept it. Oh, my gosh. It's oh, cherished here. It's falling apart. <laughs> yeah. yes. Look, it looks like I used it. Okay, right, here we go. So, uh, John chapter 15, verse 1. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. As the, Father, <clears throat> as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. Amen. David, you were talking to us about a story um, earlier. Yeah. With regard to these verses. 
yeah. that I would love for you to kind of set up our little time. Yeah, there's a there's obviously a lot to be said about these verses, and you can go back to our podcast two times ago for a little bit more context. But when we were talking about that, it reminded me of um, often when in a mission or an organization or business or maybe even in friendships, um, you start to lose people or lose budget or lose staff or, or whatever it may be. It's very difficult for us or for for anyone not to see that as this is a failure, this is because we've done something wrong, this is because we're not good enough, this is obviously a negative thing. And I was reading these passages and I was thinking about how if God asks us to abide in his love and he prunes the branches so that they can bear more fruit, then there are going to be times in our missions, in our churches, in our families where we go through very painful times where maybe staff gets let go because there's not enough money maybe maybe this maybe that and and everyone's saying oh this is going downhill and it's quite possible that what god is doing in that time is that he's pruning for the good of uh the people the organization and and you guys reminded me you know this is very much like something that happened to true face a, a couple of years back when we're sitting there in a board meeting, and, and I won't go into all of it, and I'll let you guys talk more to it, but we were at a at kind of a, a crossroads. How are we going to move forward in this? And, and not everything's going the way we want it to. And out of that came some fantastic mm-hmm. fruit that would have never come if we hadn't been forced into some hard decisions. Well said, David. Thank you. Bruce, tell us about... How that was interpreted by some of our leadership, because I think I think David hit a real important issue this morning. Yeah, I think that is um, a, a good experience for us to reflect on as a community at TrueFaced, um, because during that uh, late summer of 2013, we were led by a number of directors who, um, in their journey of faith, saw what God was doing before he was doing it. Not that they understood everything that was going to come as a result of that season. They couldn't see all the fruit, couldn't identify it all. They just knew in their spirit as they walked with God and realized that he loved them. As Jesus said, I love you the way the Father loves me. Well, they they remembered that during this hard season. And I remember the chair of our board at that time, Scott Morrison, saying, oh, this isn't about what we've done or haven't done is not about money. This is about the Father wanting to take this message into even more lives than we have been able to see so far. Mm-hmm. And so this is a time for us to listen. This is a time for us to be quiet. This is a time for us to pray, talk to each other, and reflect on what is God doing? What does he want for the, mm-hmm. the future of True Face? And I I always remember that time as he led the board and numbers of directors uh, were in alignment with him. Yeah. Uh, tremendous, uh, you know, we walk by faith, not by sight. And the pruning process is a walk of faith. Amen. I, th- I think it's so interesting that uh, at the very core, our circumstances did not define us. Yes. At the very core, we were in God's will. 
because of who we are in Christ, because of his love, as we'll see here in a minute. But the circumstances needed to change. And, and so that was a healthy pruning by God, but a difficult process to experience. Yes. But it really did. Scott was right. It mm-hmm. validated at the core who we really are. That's it was right. an affirmation of us and the message. And the fruit since then has been amazing. Yeah. And I, I remember thinking, you're right, Scott, it can't be about money. We don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> you know, years ago, I remember one of you saying that God, contrary to so much of the pop theology, God is never trying to break us. We, we are broken, and he is healing us. And and so pruning, if I have that first theology, my fear is I'm going to bleed out. Right. My fear is, is he's just been waiting to Amen. prune me in such a way. To that, break me down. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'll be one of those sticks that's thrown out. And, yeah. and to have that understanding that no true proof of son and daughtership is he prunes us Amen. because he loves us and Amen. it's never punitive. It's not he's not attacking us or hurting us. He's doing it mm-hmm. so we get to live these beautiful lives. Mm-hmm. And it's it's uh, such that if if I was doing it, I wouldn't choose to do it and I would neglect it because I wouldn't love myself well in that. Mm-hmm. But God knows better, and and so that that is that the, the application of that obviously floods across the plain i mean that's true for every one of us yeah. we're 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 his children he will not mock us he lifts us up and he prunes us and then we get to bear fruit and sometimes the gap in between seems too long it seems like right. this must be punitive and he's saying wait my child mm-hmm. i got you yeah, I, I thank you, John, for that. It Good triggered triggered in me this this reality that so often uh, the discipline of God is seen as punishment. That's right. It's the same principle. That's right. John. It's the same principle. God right. is not punishing His children. That's right. That's not what God does. He's redirecting us into His purposes so we can bear fruit according and to who He has made us. Exactly, which is the, the beautiful. Yeah. And because He loves us. I thought what you said earlier, Bruce, is just still in me, and that is imagine a misunderstanding of this portion is a misunderstanding of the love of God. Amen. It is. No, God loves us. Pruning is not punishment. But he is the one who wants us to bear much fruit, and, and we fight it. Right. We fight it because we don't understand it. And, and that's that's not faith. Bruce, I love the way you frame Scott's comments because you framed it in the context of his seeing what we weren't yet seeing, and that's faith. There are some who wonder why we focus as much as we do on sin for having a grace message. And I think this is one of the places that's so important for me because if I believe that at the end of the day when I'm pruned down that it's my job to be worth something once I'm down to the bare bone, then I'll never be able to see God correctly. Mm -hmm. And if I believe that when I do make a mistake, that God wants to slap me down 
as opposed to that he's going to take me through some things that happen to be hard, but it's for the purpose to lift me up, even though that per process may be painful, then I am never going to get into enjoy my God, and I'm never going to see people the way that I want to see them to help to lift them up. That's right. I'm going to have an attitude of smacking them down when they don't do what it is that I'm supposed well to do. Well said, David. Well said. I think of the scripture, uh, perfect love casts out fear. Well, this is the Father's perfect Mm -hmm. love. Mm -hmm. But at times of pruning, Mm -hmm. as you were saying, John, maybe it feels like this is too long. I've had to wait too long. I fear that I will not come back. I fear I made you inadequate. I fear I have done something wrong. That's right. God is loving us in that time. We load so much into that That, time. That's right. We do. And so that perfect love will not cast out those fears unless I trust that love. If I trust this perfect love Mm -hmm. during this pruning process, this discipline process, Bill, that you're talking about, I will recognize a peace Mm -hmm. and a unity with the Father and with others that I can never. It's hard. We're uh, we're rewriting family history to actually choose to say, in this dark time, you are for my best. That's right. Amen, Father. Amen. Well, we will see you next week on the True Face Podcast. Amen. Thank you, guys.